0: Many people who live in the United States or Canada or Europe often fail to see how the West on the international stage goes against the rest of the international community. We see this very clearly at the United Nations. I've done a lot of reporting on different votes in which the U.S. and Europe and Canada vote against the entire world, especially the U.S. Now the U.S. also has illegal unilateral sanctions imposed on countries that represent one quarter of the global population. Countries like China, Russia, Iran, uh, Zimbabwe, Eritrea, uh, the DPRK, Venezuela, Cuba, Nicaragua. There are many countries that suffer under these unilateral coercive measures. That's what they're referred to as under international law. And they are illegal. They are illegal according to international law. And constantly, experts at the United Nations, legal experts, human rights experts, publish reports acknowledging that these sanctions are illegal, criticizing Western governments, namely the United States, but also European countries, for imposing these unilateral coercive measures and detailing the horrific effects on civilians, the damage that these sanctions do to civilians. I've done reporting on this in terms of a report that was written by the top UN expert on sanctions against Syria, and that report was devastating. I will link to that in the description below. In this report, the top UN expert on sanctions said that the, quote, outrageous sanctions that the US and Europe have on Syria are, quote, suffocating Syrian civilians. And she said they, quote, may amount to crimes against humanity. She said in her, the top UN expert on sanctions said in a report that because of these brutal sanctions after a decade of proxy war, the Syrian economy has shrunk by 90% in nominal GDP terms, and nine in 10 Syrians live in poverty. So sanctions are a form of warfare. They hurt civilians, they kill civilians, they destroy economies. And Now, the top UN experts on sanctions and other different areas, a group of seven United Nations experts came together and wrote a letter to the US government criticizing it for its illegal sanctions on Iran. And that's what I'm gonna focus on today. I published an article about this over at multipolarista.com. I will link to it in the description below, which has a link to all the sources in it. Now, this letter was written to the U.S. government in September. And the U.N. experts gave the U.S. government 60 days to respond. And if it failed to respond, they said they were going to release the letter, and they released the letter. So it's now public as of this December. And what they say in this letter, which I'm going to go through, is that U.S. sanctions on Iran violate international law. They violate the human rights of Iranian civilians. They make it harder for Iran to fight against climate change and to protect its environment, which makes pollution worse, which means that not only does it hurt the Iranian economy, but there are thousands of Iranians who have died because, directly because, or rather I guess you can say indirectly, but that you, they can draw a link between the sanctions imposed by the West and Iranians who have died, who would have had access to other forms of technology and machinery that they cannot get because of these sanctions. Now this statement from UN human rights experts saying that US sanctions violate Iranian human rights is also very important considering that right now as we speak Washington is really turning up the screw tightening the screws turning up the heat on Iran imposing more illegal sanctions attacking Iran claiming that Iran violates the human rights of its people. Well, these top UN experts are saying that the US is violating the human rights of Iranians. And of course, there have been large protests going on and violent riots. Uh, The latest estimate is that more than 80 state security service personnel have been killed in Iran. So clearly, these are not just peaceful protests. These are violent riots and a coup attempt backed by the US and the West. And the US constantly is attacking the Iranian government, accusing it of human rights violations. Well, once again, the U.S. through its illegal sanctions is violating the human rights of Iranians and killing Iranians, according to U.N. human rights experts. So let's look at the statement released by the United Nations experts. This is the official statement that was published at the United Nations website, published by the United Nations Office of the High Commissioner for Human Rights. Again, this links to all of this information will be available in the article that I link in the description below. And the UN points out in this, this press release, U.S. sanctions are contributing to environmental harm in Iran and preventing all people in Iran, including migrants and Afghan refugees, from fully enjoying their rights to health and life and contributing to additional negative factors like air pollution, UN experts said. And if you go down, they say at the, the end of this report, this is an exact quote from these UN human rights experts, quote, the sanctions against Iran contradict what seemed well, actually, let me read the paragraph before that. So the US government has officially publicly recognized that people have a right to a clean environment and that if they don't have a right, if they don't, if people don't have a clean environment, it affects their access to other human rights. However the U.N. experts wrote, quote, the sanctions against Iran contradict what seems to be a clear U.S. position on this matter. So that's them acknowledging that the U.S. claims that it recognizes that people have the right to a clean environment, but then it imposes these sanctions and carry out carries out other policies that violate what the U.S. admits is a basic human right. And here is the money quote, the most important quote from these U.N. experts, quote, it is time for sanctions that impede Iran's ability to improve the environment and reduce the ill effects on health and life to be eased or lifted completely so that Iranians can access their right to a clean environment, the right to health and to life, and other rights associated with favorable environmental conditions. So that's them clearly saying the US government needs to either ease or completely lift these illegal unilateral coercive measures. Now, I'm going to go to the letter that was written to the U.S. government because you're not going to see this mentioned in mainstream corporate media outlets. I mean, this, this letter has been completely ignored by the mainstream corporate media. So this was a, a letter that was written on September 27th. And there are seven human, UN human rights experts who signed this. I'm just going to briefly name who they are. So the main author was uh, Alina Duhan who is the top UN expert on sanctions. Her official title is very long. It is the UN Special Rapporteur on the Negative Impact of Unilateral Coercive Measures on the Enjoyment of Human Rights. This this letter was also co-signed by Richard Bennett, the UN top expert on human rights in Afghanistan, by Ian Fry, the UN Special Rapporteur on the protection of human rights in the context of climate change. So the top UN expert on the human rights on human rights and climate change, the top UN expert on on mental health, uh, the official so Taleng um, Mofokeng. I'm sorry if I pronounced that incorrectly, Taleng Mofokeng, who is the UN special rapporteur on the right to the enjoyment of the highest attainable standard of physical and mental health, and then three. And then also the UN Special Rapporteur on Minority Issues, Fernand de Varenne, and then there are two other independent experts from the United Nations, the UN expert on the promotion of a democratic and equitable international order, Livingstone Sewenaya, and the independent expert on human rights and international solidarity, Obiora Okafor. So those are the seven UN human rights experts. And again, the main author of this was the top UN expert on sanctions. So what's funny is, I mean, they, they wrote this language, they wrote this letter with the most respectful language possible, extremely diplomatic, referring to the U.S. as Your Excellency, Your Honor, whatever. It's very, uh, you know, antiquated language, but they say very clearly that U.S. sanctions against Iran and, and Iranian economic sectors have resulted in a negative impact on the enjoyment of the right to a clean, healthy and sustainable environment in the Islamic Republic Islamic Republic of Iran and on the right to health and the right to life." I always kind of laugh when diplomats and legal experts talk about the right to life, because if you say that someone is violating the right to life, you're saying that they're killing people. So. Saying that the illegal U.S. sanctions on Iran violate Iranians' right to life is a roundabout diplomatic way of saying that the U.S. is killing Iranians with its sanctions. Now, there is some good context in this letter that that provides a background for U.S. sanctions on Iran that go back to 1979, right after the Islamic revolution, after the people of Iran overthrew a Western puppet regime, basic, basically a neocolonial regime run by the Shah. Of course, the Shah, which who's the monarch, his family was restored to power after the CIA, or in British intelligence, MI6. They organized a coup in 1953 that overthrew the democratically elected prime minister of Iran, Mohammad Mossadegh because he nationalized the oil of Iran, he made it the property of the people. And in response to that, the US and the UK acting on behalf of the Seven Sisters, the US and British oil corporations that controlled the global industry, they overthrew the elected Iranian prime minister and installed the monarchy, the Shah once again. And the Iranian monarchy ruled with an iron fist in a brutal dictatorship from 1953 until the revolution in 1979. So in response to that revolution in 1979, the US began imposing, this is what the UN says, this is the language of the UN. Since 1979, the United States of America has imposed a broad and complex network of stringent financial, economic, and trade sanctions against Iran, including a comprehensive trade ban, significant measures to isolate Iran, from the international financial and commercial system, as well as secondary sanctions against non-U.S. parties that engage in dealings with Iran. Now, that line is very important. Secondary sanctions, because this is similar to the illegal U.S. sanctions on Cuba. People, uh, apologists will often say, well, why can't Cuba, you know, just do business with other people or trade with other countries? Because of the threat of secondary sanctions. So the U.S. does not only have illegal sanctions on countries like Iran or Venezuela or Cuba, but also the US threatens foreign countries and foreign businesses that do trade, that do business with Venezuela or Iran or Cuba and say, if you buy Iranian oil, if you buy Venezuelan oil, if you sell food to Cuba, we are going to impose sanctions on you as well. So this is an economic war affecting not only Iran and Venezuela and Cuba and many other countries, Zimbabwe, the DPRK, but really any other country, foreign country or business that wants to do trade with that country. Now, in 2015, people probably know the Barack Obama administration signed the Iran nuclear agreement, officially known as the Joint Comprehensive Plan of Action, the JCPOA. And I should point out that that was not a bilateral agreement simply between the US and Iran. That was a multilateral agreement between the US, Iran, all of the permanent members of the Security Council, which include, in addition to the US, Britain, France, Russia, and China. Also, another signatory was Germany, and then finally the European Union. So they all joined the JCPOA. And all of those other countries we're going along with the agreement. It was only the United States that in 2018, under the Donald Trump administration, unilaterally sabotaged the Iran nuclear deal, withdrawing from the JCPOA and reimposing sanctions. And these UN experts point out that the US did not, not only did it reimpose the sanctions that had been lifted or eased by the Obama administration, but Trump also introduced additional sanctions. So these illegal sanctions that were imposed by the Trump administration targeted Iran's energy, shipbuilding, shipping, and financial sectors, and included the listing of more than 700 individuals, entities, aircraft, and vessels from Iran. The UN experts point out that the full impact of the US sanctions in Iran is magnified by considerable overcompliance on a global scale. And this is related to what I was talking about of the threat of secondary sanctions. So the US sanctions on Iran not only hurt Iran directly, but they also lead to overcompliance, meaning that other foreign countries and foreign companies are afraid of doing business with Iran because even if they might even if the US claims, for instance, that food is and food and medicine and medical equipment are um, exempted from sanctions. A lot of countries, foreign countries and foreign businesses don't want to sell Iran medicine, medical equipment or food because they're afraid anyway of sanctions or they're afraid their banks might drop them or their insurance companies might drop them because of the threat of U.S. sanctions. So the U.N. experts say that this this results in overcompliance on a global scale resulting from complex time consuming and and or costly compliance procedures. Extraterritorial enforcement and fears of penalties for inadvertent breaches and sanctions related obstacles to financial transactions for goods and services that the sanctions do not prohibit. So, sanctions are deadly and they result in extreme economic damage. Now, the UN experts point out that Iran has had long standing environmental problems, like every country. Air pollution is a particular problem that this causes higher levels of respiratory and other diseases. It is responsible for 4,000 premature deaths per year in Tehran and 40,000 premature deaths in Iran every year, in the entire country. Therefore, this has resulted in a major public health crisis that is made worse by sanctions. They, They point out, sanctions against a country have the potential to exacerbate existing environmental problems. In Iran, the U.S. sanctions limit its ability of the government to acquire foreign goods and services that could reduce environmental harm. They block international funding from lending agencies, banks, and investors for environmental improvement projects. And they cause authorities to focus on addressing acute social problems associated with the sanctions, such as greater poverty. So that's acknowledging them. That's them. the U.N. experts acknowledging that the U.S. sanctions create more poverty. And the government because of the sanctions the government does this quote at the expense of environmental sustainability programs and efforts to reduce the economy's reliance on the traditional energy industry like oil and gas the percentage of iran's state budget devoted to ameliorating the environment has diminished as a result of sanctions so in short what they're saying these u.n experts are saying that the u.n u.s illegal u.s sanctions on iran prevent iran from putting more time and energy and resources into protecting the environment and protecting the uh, public health of its own citizens because it's trying to feed them and provide them with medicine and, and fight poverty because of the illegal sanctions, meaning that more and more Iranians are dying because of pollution and other environmental factors because of the illegal US sanctions. The experts pointed out that motor vehicles, cars that is, are the largest source of Iran's air pollution And the U.S. sanctions have prolonged the use of aging vehicles that burn gasoline and diesel fuel less efficiently, making it impossible for Iran to obtain equipment and technology for reducing vehicle emissions and led foreign foreign vehicle manufacturers to withdraw from the country, creating a reliance on low quality domestic motors. So while the U.S. government, especially under the Joe Biden administration, the Democrats, they claim to support the environment, they claim to fight against climate change, but their sanctions are making climate change worse, are making it more difficult for countries to protect the environment. So it's another clear example of this hypocrisy. The U.N. experts also point out that that the illegal U.S. sanctions have prompted foreign companies to abandon projects, to build large solar plants and power plants in Iran to generate electricity on a scale that Iranian entities cannot replicate because the sanctions prevent the necessary foreign investments. Additionally, the sanctions have impeded joint environmental research between foreign and Iranian scientists, and foreign online education programs have rejected Iranian participation in courses on environmental subjects such as sustainability. And they point out that this, therefore, the U.S. sanctions on Iran also violate the right of Iranians to education. So in this letter, the U.N. experts express our serious concerns about the U.S. sanctions as a significant contributing factor in Iran's environmental degradation, which negatively affects Iranian people's rights to a healthy and sustainable environment, to health, to life, and to an adequate standard of living. So then the letter goes on, um, they point out that further advances in technology have been blunted by the sanctions restrictions on exports of equipment, technology, and other goods and services to Iran. They point out that, you know, it violates the right to education, the right to health, the right to life. So it's pretty repetitive here. I just want to highlight a final part here at the end of the letter. And, and, and it's very kind of like passive aggressive. I mentioned that this letter is written in very, you know, diplomatic, very respectful language. But this paragraph is really funny um, in how passive aggressive it is. So it refers to the U.S. government as your excellency's government. And, it, and, it, and it, this points out the extreme hypocrisy of the U.S. government. The U.N. experts wrote, as your excellency's government has affirmed The human right to a clean, healthy, and sustainable environment by its vote in favor of the General Assembly resolution that recognized it, please explain how the United States intends to reconcile its sanctions against Iran with its duty to protect this right. So (laughs) it's them calling out the U.S. for its hypocrisy, saying, you say you support human rights, you say you support environmental rights, and yet you violate those rights with these illegal sanctions. And they asked for a sixty a response within 60 days and said that after the letter would be made available and it has been made available. So that I just wanted to go through that letter and talk about the statement from the United Nations emphasizing that the US is violating the rights of Iranians because we constantly see the US claim to support the rights of Iranians claiming that the Iranian government violates the human rights of Iranians, the U.S. is supporting these violent riots going on now, and yet the U.S., according to the United Nations top experts, is violating the rights of Iranian civilians every single day with its illegal sanctions that are making life very difficult and causing economic suffering and hunger and poverty and even death. So. I'm Ben Norton. This is Multipolarista. You can find a link to the article in the description below. Thanks to to everyone who watched or listened. If you want to support this show, you can go to patreon.com slash multipolarista, and I'll see you all next time. Thanks a lot.